Hello. I feel like it's been five years since we've done one of these. I know. It's been a minute. A week. An entire week. An entire week. And we weren't, like, doing anything special in between those days, so. Yeah. Um, we didn't do a weekend show. We didn't do a 2K20 stream. We didn't do a Dynamite. Why didn't we do a weekend show? Uh, because we went, we went to the uh, New Japan Strong show. In Philly. Si. Um, si, senor. And the reason we didn't do a 2K20 stream, we didn't explain this on Twitter, uh, is because our internet was down. Yes. Our internet was down for that whole night. We didn't get yes. it fixed until last night. And the... I painted. You want to see what I painted? Oh, what'd you paint? I started something. Aww. It's gold. It's got little flowers. I love that. Yeah, I had nothing else to do, so I painted. That's so nice. No, worst night of sleep I've ever gotten, though, without the TV on. I mean, I've been sleeping horribly. I've been waking up just like... And I'll explain why. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I think there's a reason. Well, there's another reason, but I'll I'll get to that. Mark's racked with guilt. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, so the reason we didn't have a dynamite post show yesterday was not because of our internet. It was because I have COVID. I still do. I'm I'm coughing. Yee. I have a stuffed nose. Um, feel fine otherwise. Um, it feels just like a bad cold. But, uh, this is literally the most that Mark and I have seen of each other is since Monday. Yeah, since Monday. Um, Just saying a lot considering we lived together. Yeah, so so for once, the the two screens actually, like, it's for a reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and the reason I've been sleeping horribly is because I, I <laughs> would have dreams of getting a negative PCR test. <laughs> I would wake up and be like, "Oh yes, I tested negative," but no. <laughs> I've had, I've had stress dreams every night now, um, and like they're not necessarily like one was about me trying to find a COVID test, like desperately, like and going up to Albany to like find one, and I couldn't anywhere. Brody King was in that dream, oh, um, nice. yeah, um. But, like, also, like, it's not necessarily stress dreams, but dreams that are kind of stressful for outside reasons, but they're super vivid. Like, I had one last night where I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Mm. Um, but also, it's weird. I'm currently sleeping in, like, this, like, very, like, sparse little bed because I took all the pillows off. I took all the sheets off. Oh, yeah. You changed everything. I changed everything but the duvet because mm. I was like. That's a lot to change. So. Yeah, well. Um, um, I, I've gone insane, I think. How do you think I feel? I'm in like three Oh, I'm sure that space. you're going insane too. But I think we're going insane for very different reasons. You're going mm. insane because you're in solitary confinement. Yeah. Um, just like, except solitary confinement, they get like a little slip that they can have their food sent through. Mm -hmm. Whereas you have to open your door because <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah. Um, but I have washed my hands so many times in the past. Uh, since Monday. Mm -hmm. Literally, like, I have consumed. 
over a liter of orange juice in like 48 hours. Okay. Um, All right. And now when I go to the bathroom, I wash my hands in the bathroom and then I go to the kitchen. I wash them extra hard. You know what? Because you're not allowed. <laughs> if you're if you're still testing negative, then that's what matters. That's true. That's um, true. But yeah, well, really, really shitty on Monday. Well, um, I think that was also because you were hungover. I think that yeah. that had something to do with it. Um, but but again, like I said, I, I it just feels like cold now. So thus, we're having the podcast because I feel functional enough to do it. I've been working this whole time, so. Might as well. And also, your coughs at least didn't register for my headphones. Oh, that's good. I think they're too loud. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, and because I don't want the cat just roaming mm-hmm. right now, because there are windows open, she is stuck in here. She is screaming at me. Oh, good. So, Impact. We're 10 Woo! minutes in and I haven't talked about Impact yet. Well, we've got, like, we've been gone for, like, at least half a year. A week, but sure. Um, Same day. So, Impact today, uh, starting the setup for, or continuing the setup for Slammiversary, which is June <laughs> June 19th. Um, we got another entrant into the Ultimate X match, Speedball Mike Bailey. Um, we got some set up with the uh, uh, Queen's Queen of the Mountain match, the tag championships. Well, the Briscoes didn't say they didn't say what they're doing. I doubt they're fighting VBD again. Probably be Briscoes versus Good Brothers or OG Cat. Yeah, OG no, I'd K. guess Good Brothers. Mm, maybe because like you know, vengeance for what happened today. Yeah, because they'll probably get the rubber match. And then... Um, because we've already... Well, we haven't seen Briscoes and Good Brothers, but that was at Multiverse of Matches. Um, oh, God, we never watched that, did we? But we did also get... We already got OGK versus Briscoes, but that was at Ring of Honor. That was at Death Before Dishonor. Um... Unless, I don't know, some some new-ass team? I, I really don't know. Briscoes are the new team, so... It, it's gotta be either OGK or, or Good Bros. Yeah. I would imagine OGK, just because... I don't think that they want the Good Brothers to be in that race again for, like, at least a minute and a half. Yeah. Because, like, they were tag champions for... a century. Yeah. I could see them do a triple threat, though. Triple threat could be interesting. Continue this VBD Briscoes program for, like, another week or two. Um, Maybe a six-man Briscoes and Josh versus VBD. Um, That's kind of what I thought was going to happen. And then we go to a triple threat. Because it's Slammiverse, so you do something big. Um... But uh, anyway, we got a great... I, I fucking love this video package from Eric, Eric Young. Giving his uh, set his like journey through pro wrestling. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that was helping set up his match against Josh Alexander. And 
we got a bunch of matches set up for next week, which all sound pretty interesting. Um, yeah, next week is a banger. Yeah. Frankie Kazarian's coming back to fight Chris Sabin. And uh, for those who don't know or didn't watch the episode, Chris Sabin and uh, Frankie Kazarian... Or Frankie Kazarian was Chris Sabin's first feud or first opponent in Impact. Um, it's very quintessentially TNA. Yeah. Yeah, so... But they're doing that next week, you would think. Unless they're they're doing... No, because Motor City Machine Guns and Kaz... A trio's match was already in the tapings. I wonder what they're right planning now. for Slammiversary. Unless... Motor City Machine Guns versus Kaz and Daniels. That could be interesting. That could be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh God, it's Kaz and Ethan Page. I feel like they're gonna pull out all the stops for this slam anniversary. I want like I I feel it in my bones. I wanna see Ethan Page in fucking uh impact again. Now that we have Jack. I don't Ethan, think he would go back. I think he would. Because he left on he didn't leave on good terms. Really? Yeah, no, he was, like, pissed at them when he left, I think. Oh, Because huh. it was, like, the Ethan Page versus himself match, and apparently, like, he worked... Oh, my God. Um... Ethan Page versus Karate Man. Versus Karate Man? What? <laughs> yeah. Ethan Page versus Karate Man was that hard to kill. And the whole thing that happened was... He was really proud of it, and he was, like, really excited about it, and they, the way they edited it was, like, it... Because this was back when they were doing No Audience, I think. Because um, it was before we were watching. Um, so, oh, wait, that was during COVID? Yeah, it was during COVID. Oh, I didn't it was right before he, was he went them. to AEW. Oh. It was right before Revolution. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, and they, like, edited the hell out of it, and he was really pissed off because, like, they basically ruined it in opinion. I forgot Revolution was the first time Ethan showed up at uh Yeah, I'm obsessed with like one man in wrestling for no good reason it's Ethan Page. That's like the I thought one it was man. Jay White. And I thought it was Finn no, Balor. That's different. I thought it was Drew McIntyre. I said no reason. Also, can we quickly I don't want to detract from the com well, I'll wait till the news. I'll wait till I thought news. it was Zack Saber Jr. Fuck off. <laughs> First time you're seeing me at like an extended period since Monday, and this is how I'm treated. I'm sorry. Did you want me to act differently from how I normally do? I'd like you to act nice. <laughs> um. So that's essentially the uh, the the nutshell of today's episode. Liz, do you want to go into some news? Yeah, there's a hell of a lot of news, isn't there? Are you going to say everything um, from, from the past week? No, I did okay. like from like today to yesterday and that was it okay. because I... good. <laughs> yeah, no, I have limited, limited... Uh, oh, <laughs> I've got limited energy. Um, I was about to go fucking put up a sign. So in my little excursion back into painting, oh, no. I was like, this is technically an easel. Yeah. And I went back into 
painting thinking, oh, I'll use my fucking easel. Like, duh. That's what it's for. So I, in my, in my attempt to fix it, so like actually like to put it together like an easel would be put together. I took off the clip and I'm way too fucking lazy today to get that clip back. Oh, I thought you broke it. I thought that's where no, you were going with it. No, the, the closing, the clothespin? Yeah. The clothespin is on the couch. Um, and I just do not fucking feel like getting it. I'm so sorry. Um, I, I so no signs today. I thought you like, I thought that was going to be the second like stand that you broke. No, no. Because the first um, one I don't you know broke how to... the mount, and I had to get yeah. a whole new phone mount. Oh, we have another one of those, don't we? We do. But it's in here. It's in quarantine with me. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, just like my laundry, just like the coins for the laundry, just like my ankle weights, just like all the things that I like. Okay. Anyways. The air mattress is deflating, by the way. We'll have to bring the pump in there. Oh, it's not one of those that has the cord built into it? I thought it was. I don't... I've never looked at the air mattress. Mm. Well... Um... Okay. Like a water bed now. Okay, well, maybe we'll figure that out at the end of the night. <laughs> also, I've got a little bit of news on uh, Dustin Rhodes... He's 14 years sober today. Great. That was my news. <laughs> oh, was it? Yes. <laughs> oh. After he gets the shit beat out of him by fucking Serena D and Thunder Rosa, he's 14 years sober. Good for him. You know what? Yeah. Good for him. The, That's like... The father of AEW. Yeah. A ceremonial ass beating. Yep. Okay. Um... So let's talk about um sorry. Let's talk about Tessa Blanchard. Oh what? Yeah, sorry. What's not? Yeah, I know. Um apparently According to Fightful, there's some more information about the whole Tessa Blanchard leaving Women of Wrestling. Um, apparently, the issue right now might go to court. Like, there's legal problems now. Oh, good. Um, apparently... According to Fightful, multiple reached out, multiple people, I assume, multiple reached out to say that it was indicated to them there could be legal recourse between the two sides and were concerned about possibly being involved in that. She could have had a great career had she not spiraled down a rabbit hole of fucking racism. If you want, like, a little, like, bright side to this article, the article itself, not the news. Uh, the last lines are, Women of Wrestling has also made news for snagging a returning to wrestling AJ Mendez, also known as AJ Lee, from her time in WWE. Coincidentally, Lee is also married to a wrestler. 
The win-loss record for AJ, Mr. AJ Mendez, as well as his co-workers, can be found here. I love it. Have you it's funny. Do you see how jacked AJ Mendez is now? She, no, I haven't seen her at all. She's jacked. Nice. <laughs> I saw somebody um, post a picture, and she's like, she's hella strong. I'll have to like look her up after I'm done giving the news. So that's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk about wrestling entertainment series real quick? Oh yeah. Have you? I have seen. Oh, that. Did you see who oh they are? Oh my god, Atlanta. Yeah. So lots of stuff there. I kind of thought that this was going to be a thing that people were a part of that, like, I would not want to hang out with. But that is not the case. Well, it's mostly the case, but that's not totally the case. Um, so, Wrestling Entertainment Series is the thing that um, Authors of Pain... Akam and Razar. Akam and Razar, who are now not that. They were um, in... I think they were in MMA for a little bit. Um... I'm trying to find the full fucking. I I know. Um, Adam shares fighting some dude who went on an interview and said that. Um, hang on, hang on. Okay, hang on. I I got it all. Oh wait, well, first Adam shares fighting. Um, Adam the Titan share, mm-hmm. mind you, um, is fighting Alistair Overeem, who I think said something homophobic. He said that wrestling is bullshit, wrestling's fake, and wrestling is gay. And, I mean, although he meant it in an insulting way, yes, wrestling is very gay, but it's not insultingly gay. Gay is not an insult, and the way he used it is an insult. Yeah. And very Um, backwards way of thinking about it. So, knowing that, um, this just adds to the point that I was going to make, which is, this sounds like a bunch of people that I would not want to hang out with. Mm-hmm. Um, we are also going to see Lena Fanine, also known as Nia Jax, fight Lana, also known as CJ Perry. With with that match, we better like they better have Lana fucking uh, uh, send Nia Jax through some tables. I would hope. Conclude that story. Um, then we are going to see. So this is kind of where the, the Lana part is kind of confusing to me, but like whatever Lana's Lana, I don't really know what her standings are on things. Um, then we get Legion of Pain, previously Authors of Pain, mm-hmm. versus Blake and Macklin, which maybe on their own, we don't really know. Who knows what's going on there? Maybe they're fine. We don't know anything. Um, not the point. Then we move on to Killer Cross versus Samurai Del Sol, previously Callisto, correct? Mm-hmm. Versus Jonah. I mean, to talk about booking for a match, that sounds like a pretty good match. Sounds like a pretty good match, but still, like, it's a bunch of people that I think are kind of maybe shitty. And Jonah, who is notorious for actually talking too much. Think, think, you, you gotta think about it this way, instead of just like taking these people at face value. Think about, like, maybe what Jonah or, or the person that you're going to announce for commentary might be thinking. It's like you, you went through the business with a bunch of these people. 
and they want to bring you back for this promotion. It's like people you worked with, you didn't, might not have known super well, but you worked with them, you want to work with them again. So, and in Jonah's case, you got a pretty good booking on the card. Yeah, sure. Um, we then also have for the Women's World Tag Team Championship, Madison and Tennille versus Perrazzo and Green. We've got Dean Mutati, a.k.a. Mojo Raleigh, um, versus Lindsay Dorado. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mike Bennett versus Biff Busick. Ooh, and then, ooh, that's good. That's a good match. Um, let me just look something up because I ah, pressed the wrong fucking button. Oh, wait, no, I didn't. Um, I'm pretty sure I know who this is. Give me one second. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Just want to make sure. Um, and then Dirty Dango versus Levis Valenzuela Jr., also known as No Way Jose. Oh. Yeah. I was looking at his picture and I was like, I can't be wrong about this. Now that is good booking. Like, like, yeah, a lot of these people might not be super great, but they booked pretty well. Like, this is a pretty good card. Um, um, but then also announced for commentary is uh, Coachman ooh, and okay. Mr. Matthew Raywalt. Isn't Coachman still on the WWE roster? I have no clue. I think, like, maybe like a month ago, he was, you could still find him on their roster page. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Um, Stress rash. But, yeah, I mean, a lot of these people, like, they're known to be friends with each other. Like, good friends, like, like Lena Fanin, CJ Perry, Mojo Raleigh, um, uh, uh, Samurai Del Sol, a lot of these guys. So that's no shock. Um, and then you got AOP, who had their whole NFT promotion thing. Um, but, you know... They're wrestlers. They get hit in the head a bunch. <laughs> um, will I be giving money to this? Probably not. Will I be seeking out some of the matches later on on YouTube? Probably. Yeah, probably watching some clips on Twitter. Yeah. Um, also, in some weird fucking news, um, Ohio Valley Wrestling is apparently the current subject of a reality show that that's i guess apparently affiliated with netflix hmm. like like part of a reality show in what sense okay so let me tell you what we're looking at here um the quote from wrestle talk is although it might seem random a reality show behind the scenes of the professional and personal lives of performers isn't a new concept Plus, currently attached to the project is a former Big Brother contestant. So, apparently, the sh- it says that the show is close to being announced and would be available on one of the three major streaming platforms. And according to Fightful, um, the only one that didn't deny um, the project to Fightful was Netflix. Okay. So that's cool. Get more coverage for uh, OVW. There's some good names working over there. Like uh, I think um, 
oh, is it Shara who's uh, working over at a... Uh... Shara from Impact. Okay, I was like, isn't uh, he working for Impact? I think he's the one working over there. Um, there's a couple, I think Raj Singh might be. A couple Impact names, but... Yeah, I mean, you know, indie wrestling is indie wrestling. I'm sure it's going to be interesting. And obviously some of the biggest names in wrestling came from OVW. Like, I think John Cena came yeah. from there. And I'm sure that's probably going to be half the point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um. Okay, so some WWE news, um, or AEW news. Um, apparently Adam Cole said that Roderick Strong has a home in AEW, which I said... It would be weird if he... Say more. It would be weird if he didn't. True. Very like, true. Adam Cole's just like, now nah, we're good. Nah, fuck that guy. But uh, I would, I would fucking kill to see Roddy over there. Yeah, they're, they're, I'd kill to see Undisputed Era back together. Yeah, there are a few people that I, I, I'm now at this point of like, yeah, get them over to AEW. Roddy's one of them. Cesaro's the other. Anyone else? Roddy hasn't left WWE yet, no. right? Because he, he was okay. on NXT and. Uh, I think almost effectively kicked out of Diamond Mine. Yeah, um, I kind of thought that was them writing him off. But do you do you watch this week's NXT? <laughs> no, I did not. Okay, he tried to help in the. <clears throat> no, I I couldn't. I I heard this uh, at a recap afterwards. Um, yesterday, he tried to help uh the Creed brothers with their match, and uh. They yelled at him saying, we don't need you, and might have kicked him out. Damn. Imagine getting ousted from the thing you fucking built. Oh. Yep. Um, also, in some new Japan news, they're not going to tell me who is in the G1, I'm sure, until after Super Junior, and that's fine. I'm fine. Um, but the dates for the G1 were revealed. I'm not going to read all 500 of them, but it starts on Saturday, July 16th, and ends Thursday, August 18th. So almost a full month. Actually, over a full uh, month. Yeah, over a full month, yeah. Um, and it's incredible. There's there's a ton of fucking dates. I, I gotta, and that's how you do a G1 in less than six months. I gotta, I gotta watch Super Junior. I, I, I've been in here in quarantine and haven't watched a single episode. Yeah. I've been, I'm one day behind, um, mm. but I'm also a couple matches behind because I didn't finish the 17th, I think. No, I'm not going to catch up. I'm just going to watch current. Yeah, I mean, I do the records. It's early days I, anyways. I know who wins. Mm, for some, you don't. You well, mean? you, I mean, you, sorry, I guess you do know who wins. Rather, what I'm saying is that there are some results that I was like. Mm. Okay. Um, okay, so some WWE news. Real quick. First thing, just some weird news. Apparently, Tony Storm, so that segment where that, that kind of preceded her leaving um, with the pies. Apparently, oh, wait, wait. the WWE asked if they could strip her. They wanted Charlotte to strip her down to her underwear. And she said she was asked if she was comfortable with that. And she's like, well, with everyone getting like let go left and fucking right, I wasn't going to say no. And a bunch of people like tried to make it like try successfully tried to end that. Mm -hmm. Um, but oh my fucking god! This is what happens when 
you're in desperate need of a culture reset in your company and you have people in your 80s and 90s primarily making the executive decisions. Fucking insanity. Also, I've got to get a charger from under a real quick. And although, um, although she's not the best, you now have, which I'm sure is your, is your next piece of news, uh, Stephanie McMahon gone for a reason that you will explain. Um, but that that's, that's, although she's, again, like I said, not the best, but she would probably plays a bigger part in in women's wrestling at WWE and, and representation better than everyone else, all, all those 80, 90 plus executives. That was not my next piece of news, but it was one of my pieces of news. Um, we'll get to that, but you're right. Um, I don't know. I'm stressed. Mm-hmm. I don't really watch that much WWE anymore, but I'm stressed. Um, okay. Um, Nash Carter was removed from the WWE 2K22 DLC pack, and a shocking amount of people who aren't pieces of shit have come out to support him, which is kind of... Well, did you, did you see a statement about that? About what happened? Yeah, I saw, I read that. Okay. Um, he did release a statement for those who didn't see it. Um, and he did take full responsibility. He did encourage people to learn about the holocaust which the holocaust is the holocaust so i don't know why you would ever think that it was okay to make fun of it whether you knew that much about it or not because of the holocaust but with that said yeah it, it was yeah i mean yeah it is what it is but but the the people vouching for him um is, is definitely a good sign yeah, I think it is safe to say that he's not. No, I'm not going to say anything, actually. I don't want to say anything on that. But yeah, the people who have come to vouch for him are not, as far as we know, substandard. Name, namely MJF, who's probably the biggest name, um, who is, who's been very vocal about his, his uh, Jewish culture and anti-Semitism. And uh, I... I don't remember his tweet verbatim, but he said, he said, let the man work and don't, um, and, and like, this isn't real anti-Semitism. Right. There are bigger things that we needed to be worried about and the WWE does not worry about them. Yeah. Honestly. Um, that aside, Tyler Breeze was confirmed for up, up, down, downs, relaunch and the return of battle of the brands. I'm super fucking excited because I never really got to watch battle of the brands and I was kind of hoping to. And now, so to see breeze back and to see Creed with breeze again, that's really awesome. Now I think it's in 2k 22. So they'll probably be doing GM mode. Um, yeah. Um, and finally our final piece of absence, or piece of absence. There we go. Piece, piece of, of news, motherfucker. Oh wait, no. Real quick. Sorry, I got like this horrible stress rash on my arm right now. That's like driving me insane. Um, I think it's because I'm like seeing you, and my brain's like too close. Um, touch me. I don't want to touch you right hold now. Hands right now. No, I don't want to hold hands. <laughs> but no. Um, can we talk about the Clash of the Castle graphic? Oh yeah. 
that's shit, right? Car- I'm not wrong. Is that that's Cardiff? Bad. Yeah. The graphic is like not good. Oh, the I haven't post- seen the the graphic. I don't think that it's good. Also, Papita, you need to drink more water. Your piss smells horrible. My God. You've been cleaning her In bowl. The of a hmm. Have you been cleaning her bowl? Oh. You just cleaned it. It does look bad. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not the only one because I thought that was like boo. Um, kind of bleak. And the the colors are bad. Why would you use those colors? I know. The typing's awful. It's like it's like they only watched like Monty Python and used that as reference. I feel like like if you if somebody had told me like they like did like a a contest at a local Welsh school and they were like, "Hey kids, WWE's coming." design a graphic for them and like they'll use it on their poster then i'd be like oh that's super cool and super cute and totally makes but, sense but the but like but they didn't this wasn't the best one out of all of those you know <laughs> this was the one that they were like he tried really hard this was the second best this was like 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 the other kid definitely like trace some shit yeah the best one was like safer it was like like more traditional didn't use didn't Monty look Python like a kid, script. A kid made it yeah yeah um this was but, like voted best in the class. Yeah. By the students. Um Yeah, I uh I haven't gotten to talk to you since I saw that, so or talk to you at length. So I um, wanted to bring that up. Apparently the ticket sales are not good at all. Really? For, well, I think it's pretty much given that Drew's getting the title there. I could be totally wrong. I mean, I, I don't think now the ticket sales are horrible. Um, well, we've got time. It's like, what, September? I guess you're, the majority of your tickets are going to be sold the first day. Uh, Dave Meltzer was talking about it a lot. Let me see if I can pull up uh, an article. Uh, oh, God. It's how to buy tickets. Let's see. I've got to, so I have to pull up Meltzer. Uh, yeah, it was basically WWE was expecting an instant sellout, and it was not anywhere close to that. Um, okay, so WrestleTalk wrote a thing about it. Oh, God, even bigger, that, that fucking font is terrible. I know. So goofy. Red and green, too. It's not Christmas. Um... <clears throat> So, pre-sale um, opened up about nine hours before this article was written. Um, it was not the instant sellout. <clears throat> Seats at that point were ranging from $277 to $2,468. Uh, and that's higher from when they were originally ranged, which was $49 to $2,793. damn all right well anyways i still have faith but we'll see um and that said um last piece of news obviously is that stephanie mcmahon is taking a leave of absence from the wwe um rather from the majority of her responsibilities her quote as 
um, quote specifically was, as of tomorrow, I am taking leave of absence from the majority of my responsibilities at WWE. WWE is a lifelong legacy for me, and I look forward to returning to the company that I love after taking this time to focus on my family. So, hopefully all is well. Um, yeah. She has been working there for, like, her whole life, and it probably is, like, a big burden. Responsibility-wise. I'm mm. surprised you made it this far without coughing. I've been coughing um, a bunch. Oh, have you? Yeah. I just mute my mic every time. Oh. But not not the Discord mic. I mute the stream mic. I don't know how oh. you haven't heard me at all. Or seen or me. Seen it. Cause I very much look away. Anyways, um, so hopefully everything is well in her family and uh, nothing happening. It's just kind of one of those I'm tired of doing this shit. But now, things. now Vince is the only McMahon working at WWE. Let's not think about that. No Stephanie to help with the women's wrestling. No one to T pass the torch to, aside from TJ's Bruce Prichard. TJ. TJ is there for the women's wrestling. TJ is there for producing the women's wrestling. Not for the booking. He'll make the most of a shitty situation. He'll make the most of his shitty situation once uh, Vince starts to clear out Stephanie's guys. Just like he did to Triple H's guys. <sighs> Anyhow, that was the last of my news. Yeah. Again, hopefully uh, everything's fine with Stephanie's family. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Impact. Change that sign. Uh, so we started off with a an Ultimate X qualifying match. Laredo Kid versus Mike Bailey. And uh, last week, Kenny King qualified after being Chris Bay. So... Stinky. Yeah, but uh, this match was pretty. It was pretty fun. I don't know what I have to do to get Chris Bay a title belt. Yeah, but I'll do it. I don't know. Anyway, not the point. Um, Axis decided that fuck everyone Sling. for the beginning of this match. Sling, Sling did sorry, this. Sling. Um. It was shit. I didn't really know what was going on for a hot minute, but Laredo had speedball on the floor when I finally kind of like got in there. Tossed him back in the ring, slammed him face first, hit him with the first buckle moonsault, and then the second buckle moonsault. Um, goes for the pin. Doesn't go for the third buckle. Um, but he doesn't get the pin. Bailey ends up rolling up. Laredo hits him with the backslide, then kind of like awkwardly dumps him out of the ring um, in a way that I didn't couldn't tell if it was like intentional. Um... Sends him through the ropes, then flies out onto him. We get a missile drop kick, um, and then he goes to kick Laredo, who catches his foot, dumps him. Um, we get a flying kick to the head of Laredo, and then Bailey goes off the second rope looking for the ultimate weapon, but Laredo rolls away, sending Bailey knee first into the mat, which I thought was awful. I hate when he does that. Like, my patellas ache for him. Yeah, but it seems like he's um, got really good knee pads or shin pads. He, he's got to. Yeah. Especially with um, those I fucking like... roundhouse kicks he does. Yeah. My God. There's no way that he doesn't have good knee pads. Or shin pads. Mm. Um, then we get a spine buster to Bailey and a driver. Um, 
they both go up top. We get some elbows to Laredo. Laredo pushes Bailey down. Bailey comes back up um, after kicking Laredo in the head for his effort. Um, when Bailey goes up, he receives some more strikes, but Bailey powers back. Um, eventually, we get a sunset flip to Mike, and Mike gets to his feet, kicks Laredo in the head. We get several pinning attempts until Crucifix pin gets Laredo down for the win. Yep. Yep. Um, Mike Bailey is super awesome. I, I really, I would love to see the X Division title on him sometime soon. And it'll be really, it'll be poetic if he beats Ace Austin. I, um, it would be. I remember at, uh, Rebellion, there were some people who, like, fucking hated him, and I was like, why? What has this man done to you? I don't know. Did he, like, kill your pet? I think he's French-Canadian. I think that's why. Well, you know what? That would do it for me, too. <laughs> um, but I've given him a pass. No offense to our French-Canadian friends out there. Um, but, yeah, so far in the Ultimate X match, it'll be Ace Austin, Mike Bailey, and Kenny King. And then, um, next week we have Trey Miguel versus, uh, uh Alex Shelley. That's going to be ridiculous. Oh, I really hope. I bet you Alex Shelley wins. You think so? I would bet you money. The only reason I say, the only reason I say is because... I think for Slammiversary, they kind of want to do a TNA, you know, shout out more or less. And what better way to shout out TNA than having Alex Shelley in a fucking Ultimate X match? Yeah. But I, also, I don't think I'm wrong. I also feel like they would want to save Shelley for a Chris Sabin program. Yeah, I feel I feel safe in this one, though. I feel safe. I definitely love to see him in it. But also, I do really want to see Trey Miguel in an Ultimate X match. So it's a shame that it's one or the other here. I don't like Trey Miguel, so I'm not going to miss him. I like his wrestling. He's a good wrestler. Um, but anyway, we then get a promo from Ace Austin, who is in Japan right now. Um, he was doing his promo in front of what looked like a reception desk. Um, he says, please allow me to express a congrats to my former friend, Mike Bailey. You and Kenny King have qualified for the Ultimate X match. You haven't paid the consequences of your actions. You chose to be selfish. And now you have to learn the lesson that Trey Miguel learned the hard way. The X Division is at my mercy. As long as I am in the picture, there is only one, there is only second place. Speaking of history, uh, while the X Division fights tooth and nail, I am in Japan continuing to write history, competing in New Japan's Best of Super Juniors. Uh, this will be my third Ultimate X match, so I know what I'm in for. After a triumphant first tour of Japan, I'm headed to Slammiversary, where Ace Austin wins the whole damn thing. That wasn't a reception desk. That was the Best of Super Junior trophy on a table. Oh, you see, I have COVID, I have COVID eyes right now, so I'm like kind of delirious. Yeah, I mean to be fair, the the trophy was much smaller because I think it was further back. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I was like reception. Quite the opposite, sir. I was also looking between like two screens here. 
cut me some slack. I have COVID, okay? <laughs> you basically have a cold. Yeah, I know, but it sucks. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> You're gonna, dude, this weekend's gonna fucking be a test of wills. I know. It's gonna be 93 of AC. Yeah, I was gonna say, for you and the entire apartment. Yeah. Any. Um, then we get a promo from the Cardonas. Matt says, I am in Rich Swan's head. He challenges me for the title. I'm not even in the US. We are on honeymoon. I'm always ready, but not always available. I'm a busy man. And you haven't even earned a shot at my title. Chelsea says, I'm soon going to be two-time knockouts champ at Queen of the Mountain. I see everyone fighting uh, on TV. I'd say good luck, but let's be real. I won't be watching. I'll be a little busy. And uh, good to see you, Marion. Glad we're back. Um, so then we have Deanna Perrazzo, Tasha Steeles, and Savannah Evans versus Taya Valkyrie, Mia Yim, and Jordan Grace. Yes. Oh. Oh, that's also my hair. You want to talk about the match? No. We start with Deanna versus Jordan. Um, they kind of they avoid each other a lot, and then both women just tag out. Um, then we get Tasha versus Taya, which in my head I was like, "This is gonna be difficult <laughs> to keep track of who's fucking who based on Tasha and Taya." <laughs> Lots of A's, one T. Some other letters. Um, Taya stomps on Tasha's back before slamming her into the ropes multiple times. Um, stomps her in the corner. Then we get some double knees in the corner to Tasha and a thunderbomb to Tasha. Um, Taya ends up tagging out to Jordan. Jordan gets Tasha, kind of like rhythmically slaps her back, like in tune with everyone clapping, which I thought was really funny. Um, then hits her with what I thought was going to be a lingering vertical suplex. Ends up being a jackhammer, uh, but she's up there for a hot fucking second. Um, Deanna and Savannah then take advantage of Jordan as Jordan is pushed into the ropes, um, after Savannah throws her into the corner. Um, and then all three women kind of take an extended period of just stomping on her. Um, Savannah gets in, we get a big shoulder to Jordan and a flying butterfly suplex. Tasha gets back and we get an elbow back to Jordan and a big kick. Jordan then slams Tasha on her absolute ass. Um, Tasha goes for the blackout, but Jordan drops her on her face, gets Mia Yim in. Mia Yim drop kicks Tasha. Tasha sells it like she's been like cannonballed into like the corner. Um, and then Mia Yim cannonballs onto her. <laughs> Ironically. Um, then we get a powerbomb to Tasha, but Deanna breaks up the pin. Jordan throws Deanna out. Savannah sends a boot into Jordan. Savannah then gets suplexed by Taya. Taya gets a Oh, she Savannah gets suplexed by Taya into the boot of the referee, which I thought probably fucking hurt a little bit. Um, then Tasha hits a cutter to Taya. Mia hits a full Nelson suplex um, on to Tasha. And then she's back in. Deanna's in who she apparently Deanna became legal during this brouhaha, um, which I didn't really fucking notice. Um, we get a Pele kick to Deanna, though. This gets Savannah, and we get a sliding suplex to Savannah from Taya to kind of support Mia. Um, I think it was called the Pandemonium. I'm not sure. That's what they said afterwards, so I thought that wasn't just a commentary on the crowd. 
Um, and then Mia Yim hits the eat defeat to Savannah for the win for her team. Eat defeat. I love it. Apparently, that's a move from Gail Kim, if you didn't know. Which I'm sure yeah. you did, because you probably listened to the commentary. I did. Um, also, speaking of finisher names, remember how we were talking about Roxy and her like her rock lock and, and her rock name moves? We were worried about mm-hmm. them going over to WWE. You know mm-hmm. what her um, her Canadian Destroyer is called? What? Pop Rocks. She's still got it. <laughs> I'm not upset about that. Oh, it's so good. Idro, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, also, real quick, we, we, we never mentioned if we were doing a weekend show. We don't have to because we're still getting back in the swing of things. We don't know what... what Things are going to be like, you know, with me and COVID and everything. Um, and how that goes this weekend. But um, there's not much going on either. But, yes, Idro, I do have COVID. Um, that's, why, that's why we didn't, why we didn't uh, do our Dynamite recap yesterday. Um, and our internet went out on Tuesday. That's why we didn't do our stream. Rewind to the beginning of the podcast <laughs> for a whole explanation of everything. Um, but um, we have Rev Pro happening on Sunday, which I mean, oh, I, do we I don't even know if we can watch it because it doesn't say there's like any way to watch it. But there's Will Ospreay versus Minoru Suzuki for the Rev Pro title. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, Michael Oku, oh no, uh, Jeff Cobb's wrestling, uh, Kylie Ray is going to be wrestling, uh, she's going for the women's title, Aussie Opens, it's only a six match card, there's also GCW Maniac, which has like, um, Joey Janela versus Drew Parker, Drew Parker's a big Japanese, uh, deathmatch wrestler, um, Drew Parker. Yeah. I think it's Hang BJW on. that he he wrestles at. I think it's BJW. Okay, hang on. I just I, I feel like I just saw this name. He's Oh, okay. So you said a big deathmatch wrestler, mm-hmm. and I was like the Drew Parker I'm thinking of is like kind of small dude. Oh. I see what you mean now. I was like, Drew Parker's not that big. He's kind of skinny. Um, but now I get it. Because he just he was just hanging out with Chris Brooks. Okay. And and he's also going to be at a, um, GCW's Tournament of Survival, which I really want to watch that. Their whole deathmatch tournament. They got a ton of Japanese wrestlers coming. Ooh. Yeah, like uh, Miyu Yamashita. who's a big name. Um... People thought she'd be the uh, the Joker. Yeah. Um, but also at Maniac, there's going to be Biff Busick versus Jordan Oliver. Um, Bandito versus Nick Wayne, Mike Bailey. So I'm just throwing this out there. If we want to do a weekend show, we don't have to think of it now since we're still doing the Impact recap. But those are the only two options this weekend. I will leave it up to you. Don't do that. But I would. All right. Well, anyway, we'll we'll decide. I was by... just going to say I would. Hmm. I, I just want I, bleh, wanted to say that I'd prefer we do it Sunday because I'd like to enjoy Saturday to some degree. 
You want to do Saturday? I just said I want to do Sunday. Okay. I, I, I'd like to enjoy Saturday to some degree. Unless we did it midday Saturday. Well, I don't know when. Because when, GCW, I think, is on Saturday. Um, okay. Rev, well, if, if we can watch Rev Pro, that's on Sunday. Because um, for those who don't know, well, no, I'll save it for the end. Got a fur on my fucking mouth. Wait a minute. What? What's he doing? Okay. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. What? I was like, I, I thought you thought the 22nd was Saturday. No. But yeah, I... Uh, well, actually, I might take Monday off. Okay. To some right. degree. But anyway, I don't know if we can even watch RevPro. It doesn't say, like, watch on fight or something. Oh, did you not want to just go to England? And... Um, Idro, you can watch Kylie Ray if you go to uh, RevPro Epic Encounter 2022. London. Um, I thought... Didn't she, like, just get concussed or something? She was out for another... Re- like, she had just come back, and then she that, was out again for, like, an a, extended period. That was, like, a while ago. I think that was, like, close to a year ago. No, she... But she came back... She Okay, so she came back from something, and then something else happened to her. Yeah, she And she it came, was kind of a thing. She came back from taking mental time off. Yes. No, I'm, and then, I yeah, I think you're right. It was a concussion. Something like that. Um... But that that wasn't that wasn't like soon. That was a while ago. Because she's been in NWA for like a bit now. Yeah, I guess I just I thought that she had to miss something for I'm NWA. Yeah, I don't know shit. Anyways. So anyway, back to Impact. Um. We then, after that match, had locker room talk with Madison Rain and Tennille Dashwood. Madison says, I want to change things up today. Let's talk about the locker room. Now that the inspiration is out of here, and we made short work of everyone, <clears throat> and got rid of that creepy co-host, uh, then Johnny Swinger, that creepy co-host, walks in with Zicky Dice. He says, this is my new protege, Dice Daddy. Decay then teleport in, because of course... Um, and Rosemary says, what's a circus without the freak show? And then Havoc says, the two of you haven't beat us yet. Madison says, my memory serves me. Someone has to win a match. And last time, I believe you lost. Um, and then Swinger says, oh no, Zicky says, wait a second. I think I know you from the dungeon, pointing at Havoc. And Havoc pushes Zicky away onto uh, Johnny Swinger. Um, uh, in, sprains his coccyx. And then Zicky carts Swinger away on his little uh, little standing cart with, with, with ropes around it like a wrestling ring. I don't know how, but they managed to turn like the most like <laughs> Like, the most generic kind of talk show, being Locker Room Talk and All About Me, into some of the most ridiculous, in like, funny shit well, on the whole show. It's 
it's perfect because it's so bland that you can slap anything on top of it and it's going to be fun. Yeah, but they don't just slap any. They they put fucking Johnny Swinger and Zicky Dice's BDSM uh, Swinger's Dungeon with fucking Decay teleporting in. It's like they do such a good job. Um, so then we had an interview with Chris Sabin going from something insane to something more insane. Chris Sabin. He says, I was cl this close to challenging Josh, but it wasn't in the books. Impact has been around 20 years. I can't think of a better way to celebrate than to challenge a battle of the futures. Uh, my first challenger or my first opponent in Impact. Next week, I'm challenging Frankie Kazarian. And then we get a promo, a, a very, very wonderful promo from Eric Young talking about his his come up in in pro wrestling, uh, starting off starting with Bobby Roode and TNA, um, and how like he was basically like a laughing stock, and he had to fight to not get fired. I think that was like a storyline, um, and then went through progressively more of his journey in pro wrestling, talking about working for some people he liked working with and working with some people he fucking hated including do you remember do you remember what he said specifically about um the like, he mentioned one one guy particularly yeah and I was uh, like something oh that's Vince right i i don't remember exactly what he said but i know that he said something but we were i was like that's got to be Vince that he's talking about. There's no way that's not Vince. Yeah. I, I forget what he said, though, but... um, Yeah. Like... It, it was just such a well-executed promo. So simple. Just, like, talking head footage and B-roll. That was it. And Eric Young is such a good talker. Yeah. Uh, and then on the flip side, we had an interview with Josh Alexander. He says, I don't have to respect everything Eric does here, but I do respect everything he's done. He has done it all. But as much as Slammiversary is a celebration of the first 20 years of Impact, it is also the kicking off point of the next 20 years. And who will be ushering in that new era, me or Eric Young? If you plan on taking this title, you have to bring the fight of your life. And then we get OGK versus the Good Brothers. I like the finish to this match a lot. I love this. <laughs> I didn't like the rest of it, but I love the finish. I was iffy on it. Um, it is very funny, though, because one thing that I realized um, without you in the room with me, um, when I forget people's names, I don't have anyone to turn to, really, for an immediate answer. Did you mistake? And I completely forgot the Good Brothers' names. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Because I know you texted me mistaking Taven for Bennett. I was like, how could you that forget? Was... I'm Matt Taven. It's because he didn't do I it. I imagine if I had forgotten that. It's because he didn't do it. He, he didn't tell you who he was. I thought he did it when he was on the apron, but... Oh, I didn't notice. I, I could be wrong. Um, um, you forgot Gallows and Anderson? Yeah. Um, uh, I wrote, to start, the small one versus Bennett. I guess that's a good way of remembering it. Branding. Yep. Um, 
I finally figured it out. I wrote Carl finally drops Mike, um, shoulder checks his ass to the floor, and then I wrote the tall one is in. Wrote shoulder tackle to Mike, and uh, then I wrote gallows question mark. The Good Brothers literally don't register in my head besides being like the Good Brothers. Good That's brother it. One, That's good all brother they are. Two. Yeah. Um. They they shoulder tackle Mike together. Um, we get some strikes to Bennett because Gallows is pretty much only capable of so many things as the primo wrestler that he is. Um, Taven gets in. Taven gets in. And you're kind of like, oh, hot tag. Taven's in. He's going to do some shit. Like, he's going to do something crazy to make Gallus fall on his ass. No, Matt Taven gets in and just gets fucking slapped. And then right after that, he thinks he gets a leg up and gets fucking clotheslined. And I was like, Matt. Matt. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Is Mike Bennett the only capable one on this team? Um, we then get some elbows to the chest of Taven and an elbow drop. Carl gets in. Um, this was around the time that I really have no clue what their names are beyond Good Brothers. Um, then we get an uppercut to Taven and a boot to the chest of Carl before some chops. Bennett gets in unbeknownst to Anderson. They both lift and drop Carl into the ropes. Then they slam Carl into the timekeeper's table. Bennett sets up for something. Um, God only knows what he's going off the ropes, bouncing back and forth before poking Carl in the eyes. This gets Taven, and we get a boot to the face of Carl and an elbow from Bennett and a drop kick from Taven off the top rope. Bennett gets back in. He gets a headlock on Carl. Carl gets up, gets punched back down. We get back to that chin lock. Um, Carl gets up, finally slaps Mike's chest, um, hits a big spine buster to Bennett after blocking one from Bennett himself. Um, Gallows gets in with a blockbuster to Taven and a boot to Bennett and then a slam to Taven. Uh, Mike breaks up the pinning attempt. We then get a magic killer that's also broken up when Mike spears uh, Carl. Mike then saves Taven for ultimately a third time uh, from a choke slam. Taven ends up moonsaulting onto Gallows. Bennett gets back and we get double boots to Gallows and then an enziguri from Taven to Gallows. Bennett kicks Taven, though, in his attempt to kick Mr. Gallo. Um, or Carl. I don't really remember. Um, Gallows ends up kicking Bennett. Carl gets in. We get a double team neck breaker. Gallows takes out Taven. And then Maria comes in. Maria tries to distract to save her husband. Um, gets those fucking uh, Vicky Guerrero lungs. <laughs> um, Carl goes for the gun stun, and this time Maria gets in the ring to completely interfere. Um, and the referee's just standing there like, I don't know how to throw people out anymore. Even though I do it like every fucking episode. Um, Mike then goes for Carl in the attempt to spear him because Carl's just kind of staring at Maria like, I don't know what to do with you. Um, Mike goes to spear Carl. Carl ducks out of the way. Mike spears Maria. Then Carl and Mike start arguing because they're like, well, what the fuck? And then he, uh, Carl hits the gun stun to win. How many, how many wives is that that's gotten speared? Because <laughs> you've got Josh's wife. you got Chelsea Green. You've got fucking Maria Canellis now. Who's next? I mean, if you also count that time... Uh, Chelsea Green was was speared again by Rhino at at I think a GCW show. Yeah. 
Uh, was Alicia speared at any point? <laughs> no, Alicia just got her ass kicked by Morrissey. Yeah. Alicia, like, signed something in her contract that was like, Morrissey gets to power bomb me and only Morrissey. <laughs> Miriam does make a good point. Chelsea's at least an active wrestler. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. One of them's a booker. I'm not really sure if Jade does anything related to wrestling now, but... Shade's just professionally hot. Yeah. Um, I'm not wrong. I think it's like her main source of income is, well, I think OnlyFans. Oh, is it? I, well, it's, yeah, Josh, I, I know she takes... Josh is promoting uh, her OnlyFans. Yeah, I was going to say, I know that like she takes sexy pictures and she makes money off of them. Um, putting two and two together. Um, but, uh, I, I did like the ending to this match because it was like playing into some history, like, like old history. Cause, uh, I think Tom Hannafin mentioned, um, Maria and Carl's past in new Japan. Um, and I don't know. I, I thought the drama was, was well-deserved and well-executed. Um, and made up for a lackluster match. But after that, we had a promo from Sammy Callahan. He said, if I'm being honest, I'm not mad you broke my, my leg. What pisses me off is the timing you took for me. I've been in isolation with nowhere to run but my own head. Hey, too. Yeah. <laughs> you and me, Sammy, we got so much in common. <laughs> you got Moose. I got Liz. Wait. Tag team. I match. didn't break your leg. <laughs> you want to team with Moose? <laughs> I'll team with Sammy. That's fine. Yeah, I guess because you were both the afflicted. Yeah. And I did nothing wrong, but sure. And Moose claims he did nothing wrong. I made you soup. <laughs> Moose didn't make Sammy soup. You don't know that. He showed up at. at at Jade's door, he could have showed up at Sammy's door <laughs> with a bowl of soup. Imagine that's what we it. didn't see was him like handing Sammy just like a bowl of soup, like "Hey!" and then he splashes it on him. No, not even handing it to him. He just leaves it there, <laughs> and then Sammy walks out, doesn't see the soups there, and steps in it. And he's wearing socks. And like he's got crutches, so he's only got one good leg. <laughs> he steps in it with the one good leg. <laughs> Oh god, anyways. Why are we writing for impact? <laughs> yeah, actually. These soup pranks. Scott, hire us. We've got soup pranks. <laughs> <laughs> um so he says, I'm gonna make your life a living hell. You better watch behind your back because you've got a date with destiny. The death machine is coming. And then we had another squash match for Masha Slamovich against Shauna Reed. Yeah, she kicks Shauna in the chest multiple, multiple, multiple times. Then slaps her, hits her with a massive like toss, and then hits her with a boot across the face, and then goes for the cover, but lifts her up instead, and then hits her with the snow plot win. 53 seconds. That's how long the match was. Was that our only women's match tonight? No, we had the tag match, sorry. Yeah. The tag match lasted a while. Yeah. That was a good match, too. Yeah. Um, you... you... You can never go wrong with, with Impact's women's booking. 
They're no, that's that's kind of why I was asking that question. That question was actually more curiosity than anything. Yeah. Um, but after the match, Havoc comes out and confronts Masha. And now I'm confused about this. So Decay, they put their they put their hat in the ring for the tag titles. Why is Havoc confronting Masha? Unless they're planning on splitting up Decay. Or Havoc's going to be like, get yourself a partner. We're going to have a tag team match. But like, why not go to like Jordan Grace and Rachel Elring or something? Or, or Is Rachel Elring still with Impact? I don't know. She's, she's still wrestling. Yeah, I just, I feel like we haven't seen her in Impact in a while. But now that I think of it, what other women's tag teams does Impact have? Maybe they're trying to actively form some. Maybe. Maybe they're going to tell Masha to get a tag partner so that they now have a tag team as part of the roster. I mean, you can't really count Savannah and Tasha right now. Uh, Miriam said I think she was like go from Impact a few months ago. Oh, okay. Okay. Because Impact's not usually the type to be like just straight up not showing people. Yeah. Um, besides Alicia, but I don't really think Alicia's like totally full time. Alicia's been on TV a bunch. She's, but she hasn't been like wrestling a ton or in like storylines that actively involve her wrestling. Well, she had a ma- Didn't she have a match last week? Do you think I remember last week after everything that's happened this week? <laughs> I think it was like a tag. T- oh, yeah, no, she was she was wrestling with Giselle Shaw for the tag titles. I've like run out of like, what is it? CPU storage or whatever. CPU RAM? storage. Yep, that's it. <laughs> is it RAM? I have no more RAM. You have no more RAM. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know. You've run out of okay. hard drive space? Yeah. <laughs> You've run out of RAM. Go download some more RAM. <laughs> I remember somebody once, I was talking about, I had a laptop that was running really early. I was like dating somebody. And they said to me, I, I complained about having like no memory left and they were like oh you can download more ram and i was like oh okay like a fucking idiot oh honey (laughs) (laughs) um also real quick a little interesting tidbit to to continue off the stephanie mcmahon stuff apparently according to brandon thurston um according to multiple people wwe nick khan will be taking over most of stephanie mcmahon's duties in her absence Oh, no. Select business partners have already been informed. Um, And according to PW Insider, um, internally, it appears no one but the most inner circle had any idea this was coming. And everyone to a person that we've heard that PW Insider has heard from were completely shocked and taken aback by the news. There are many reaching out within the company and beyond the company trying to find out what led to the decision. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's more interesting than, oh, we saw this coming from a long ways off because, like, she wanted to focus on family for a while and she was interested in her kids and her mm-hmm. job or something like that. But, like, yeah. Um, but anyway, moving while more of that develops, 
let's uh, go to the next promo, which is Raj Singh and Mahabali Shara. And Raj says, you put your hands on Shara and threw me over the top. I told you there would be no warning shot. We're coming for you. Bupinder walks in. He says, I'm done with this. Let's solve this problem in the ring. Raj says, at first I was mad. Now this is laughable. The lion can smash you by himself, and I'm going to add more fuel to the fire. Think you can do this alone? Then W. Morrissey walks in. He says, who says he's by himself? Um, Raj says, Boopender, looks like you have a big friend, but remember, I have a lion. And uh, Shara says, next week. So next week, Shara and Raj versus Morrissey and Boopender. But Boopender um, then turns to Morrissey and says, you don't have to do it for me. Morrissey says, take it from me, man. There's no shame accepting help when someone offers it. This is great. Friendship. This is the best thing ever. I love Boopender. I love Morrissey. Putting the two of them together. As, as Xavier Woods said, wrestling needs friendship. Does. I love it. Because I, I always get so excited when I get to see Boopender on TV. Mm-hmm. But to know that I get to see him and the big guy. And the big guy, yeah. Incredible. Um, so then we have our main event for the Impact Tag Titles, Violent by Design versus the Briscoes. You know yes. what I don't get? Why? Why in the fuck did VBD ever put Diener on tag teams? Don't know. They know he's going to eat the pin every time. Like, Eric yeah. Young needs to do some math and see, like, who has gotten the pinned every match, and it's always going to be Diener. Clearly... He's like, wait a second! Clearly, Doring and Eric Young are the best, because they won the titles. Why would you take Doring out against the Briscoes in the first place? And then, for the rematch... Eric Young's like, oh, I was the problem. So they replace him with Diener. Ah. They replace him with Doring, so it was Doring and Diener. It's like... <laughs> have Diener be, like, your, your little sneaky guy on, on the on ringside, and also your X-Division guy. He could be the X-Division guy, the junior heavyweight. Oh, my God. I don't know, man. Take a look at your team. No wonder you're stuck in, like, a basement. <laughs> okay, so we start with Doring versus... Mark. Yeah? Because Mark strikes me as the type of guy who would have hair, and Jay kind of strikes me as the type of guy who would not have hair. Oh. But it's the wrong way around. Yeah, Mark is bald. Yeah. Which is weird. I just, I don't know. Mark kind of is like a hair name, and Jay's kind of a bald name to me. You Anyways. See, when, when we watched, oh, there was one show where we watched the Briscoes, and I was like, he's Mark. And he's bald. So that guy is practically me. And so I have associated myself with Mark Briscoe in that way, knowing which one he is. Out of the twins. Um. Gotcha. Well, that makes sense. Um. So 
Mark elbows Doring, um, kind of just lighting him on fire a little bit. Doesn't really do anything. Um, then Jay gets in. Um, no one can really do much to move Doring um, until he tags out for whatever reason. Um, Jay ends up hitting an elbow to Diener and then a bigger flying elbow to Diener. Um, Eric Young, you can see him like a little meerkat almost in front of the camera. Not in front of the camera, but in front of the ring, just chirping at the crowd. Um, Jay ends up suplexing Diener. We get a slap fight that erupts between Diener and Jay. Then Mark gets in. We get a splash from Mark and a snapmare and a boot from Jay to Diener. Mark gets back in and then another tag. It's kind of, you know, it's rapid tags. It's, you know, they're tag team. They're good at tag teaming. There's the rapid tags. Mark ends up kicking Diener through the ropes, hits him with a neck breaker off the apron, which I actually kind of, that, that popped me a little bit. That was actually kind of interesting. <laughs> um, Jay then sets up to fly, but Doring levels his ass. Doring then hits an elbow drop to Jay. Diener and Doring kick Jay at the same time. Eric then takes advantage of a distracted ref attacking Jay. Doring then grinds the head of Jay into the turnbuckle and slings Diener into him as Mark takes a swipe at Diener. Then Mr. Jay Briscoe fights his way out, gets Mark in, who takes on both men at once, very successfully, mind you. Um, he takes Doring out with an enziguri, and then Mark flies out onto him. Diener eats a massive power bomb sort of thing off the top buckle, more of like a toss. I don't know. Womp. Mm-hmm. That was what it was. It was a thwomp. Yep. Uh, a That's what it's Mark called. Mark goes over the... <laughs> The Briscoes would <laughs> would name that the thwong. Yeah, they would. Um, Mark then goes over the ropes in the corner. Doring gets taken out by Jay. Mark then flies out onto Diener, and Jay comes in to assist the neckbreaker. Um, Jay ends up getting in. Doring takes out Mark. We get a boot to the face of Jay, who wanted the Jay driller. Did not get that. Um, Doring then gets in. We get Elbow Doring over and over, and then a big spine buster to Jay uh, from Doring. Then we get a flying headbutt to Jay from Diener, but Mark saves his brother. We get a shoulder tackle to Mark um, from Diener, I think. Um, and then Jay does his best. Uh, he Hurricane Rana's um, Doring. Diener then goes against Jay. Jay levels Diener with an elbow. They want the Doomsday. Um, Neckbreaker, the Doomsday Neckbreaker, I think is what they were saying before. But Doring interferes, and then it doesn't matter, um, despite what it looks like, because Jay just rolls up Diener to win. Yep. It's Eric, Eric, Eric. Hi. Hi, Mark Cameron, Pinfall Podcast. Um, I, I have a pitch for you to basically win everything don't let diener wrestle unless he's he's unless he's doing x division stuff and cheating let him do that um have him maybe go for the digital media title that might be more his speed um you eric and joe doring you guys together two of you together sorry about my mic it's unprofessional um you guys clearly can win it all as we have seen you won the titles 
and you also can't really transfer the title to Diener. I don't I don't know how you guys manage that, but it's for a different day. Um, maybe maybe a third challenge against the Briscoes, Eric and Doring. Get those back. I don't. Know, it's just a suggestion. Anyway. But on on the on the flip side, talking about the Briscoes, um, they are like the most unique tag team I've ever seen. They're like one of a kind. They are. You can't deny that. I hate them, but you can't deny that. Um, the like, yeah, they're they're just so so fucking unique. Um, are right, you want to talk about the best of the night? Yeah, I would love to put the sign up, but that's not gonna happen. <laughs> If the signs were there, or if if the if the clip was there, you would probably would have forgotten like three times to put the signs up. It's when it's not there that you don't forget. I was talking about promo of the night. Um, I mean, there are some great contenders for promo of the night, like locker room talk, like Eric Young, like uh. Um, friendship with Morrissey and Boopender. Um, personally, because matters conflicted with the with the something that happened in the locker room talk, I'm gonna go with Eric Young. Such a well put together package, and made suddenly made a case for Eric Young. To be a huge contender against Josh. And why he's a good opponent for Slammiversary specifically. Okay. I can't disagree. Alright. So you want to talk about Wrestler of the Night now? Yeah, sure. Before we get to Wrestler of the Night, actually, if you have a question for our... If you have a question for us, leave it in the chat now, and we'll get to it after the best of the night. I have to pull up my fucking laptop somewhere, pull up the the questions on YouTube, but that's that's for afterwards. Um, and one more thing before we get to the best of the night, let me give an up before we get to wrestler of the night. Let me give an update on the top ten wrestler of the pro wrestling in kayfabe. All right. So, this week, well, weekly update. This is based on wins and losses. Number 10, from Gato Move, Balian Aki. Number 9, from New Japan Pro Wrestling, Great Okan. Number 8, the undisputed Universal Champion of the WWE, Roman Reigns. Uh, number 7, former SmackDown Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair. Number six, King of Pro Wrestling Champion, Shingo Takagi. Number five, the Intercontinental Champion, excuse me, of the WWE, Ricochet. Number four, from Dragon Gate, Yuki Yoshioka. Number three, from Dragon Gate, Dragon Dia. Number two, from Dragon Gate, Kota Minora. Number one, from Dragon Gate, Kaito Ishida. Dragon Gate still dominating that top four. All right. So, back to Wrestler of the Night. 
You ready for your three choices? Yes. All right. Jay Briscoe, Mia Yim, or Mike Bailey? Mia Yim. Just because I haven't seen a lot of her recently. I really liked her. Okay. All right. Let's talk about match of the night. As always, we go for the worst match, the best match of the night. We'll talk about which match is the match of the night. All right. So, worst match of the night. Coming in at a 5 out of 10. Found by design versus the Briscoes. TBH. I don't know. Doring and, and Diener don't do a ton for me. I did enjoy watching... Um, well, I enjoyed watching some some of the Briscoes wrestling, but you know half of the match can only do so much. But I also did enjoy watching Eric Young on the sideline, you know, revving his fist back to the crowd. That's always a joy to see, especially if you're there in the crowd, watching Eric Young yell at you. It's great. He wants to punch you so bad. Mm-hmm. He has a title in his hand. Oh my God, he's unstoppable. Um. Next up. Six out of ten. Wait, is there? Uh, is there? Oh, hmm. Okay. Uh, next up, six out of ten. OGK. Did we rewind? <laughs> six out of ten. OGK versus the Good Brothers. I I really like the ending to this because it it it's storyline, it's drama, it's all that. The rest of the match was uh, yeah, it was a Good Brothers match. Next, um, six out of ten, Diana, Tasha, and Savannah versus Taya, Mia, and Jordan. I thought it was fun. It was a fun match. Didn't do a ton, but it was it was enjoyable. And finally, my pick for match of the night: the opening match, Laredo Kid versus Mike Bailey. Not super in love with Laredo Kid, just because he's mostly flippy shit. Doesn't. He's, no, I get that. He's like your typical masked wrestler. He just does flippy shit and doesn't like have a ton of confidence to to do other stuff. Um, but uh, Mike Bailey is is incredible. Like he's he's one of my favorite indie wrestlers. I guess I don't know if you can consider him indie. He wrestler wrestles in the indies a lot. He's relatively indie, I guess. Yeah, but he's he's wonderful. And this match proved it. Yeah. All right. So you want to answer some questions? I'll answer a question. All right. Let me see if I can successfully pull my laptop out without dropping anything. If, again, if you have a question for us on Twitch, leave it in the chat. And we will uh, answer it right now, actually. All right. Let's see, where the fuck is YouTube? Podcast. Bada bing. Bada boom. No. All right, well, we've got no questions on YouTube. Glad I did all that for nothing. <laughs> um, all right. That's it. Liz. Oh wait, nope, never mind. Miriam's a question. Yes, have you guys been watching Best of Super Juniors? What do you think of it so far? 
I'll get this out of the way. Well, I'll get this out of the way. I haven't been watching much of it. I watched the first episode and I, I gotta, I gotta start watching it. Um. You know, I'm not the biggest super junior fan in the world or junior heavyweight fan. Sorry. Um, I, I do prefer the heavyweights a little more. Wow. Um, and that's partially to do with the fact that a lot of, um, a lot of super junior stuff is flippy shit. kind of flippy. Yeah. Except um, which I'm not thinking. Yeah, Hiromu's just a fucking mini hoss. And Ryusuke. Um, Taguchi. Despy isn't very flippy. Oh, Despy's fucking awesome. Love Despy. Yeah. Um. So it, it's it's not, and even when they were doing it during the G one last year, it was not something I really watched. Um, but I have been trying to keep up because if I'm not watching New Japan, I'm not really functioning. Um. And it's been really good, in my opinion, so far. Um, I think that there's been a lot of results that, like, I sat back and I was like, oh, I didn't fucking expect that, which is good, because I kind of went into it thinking that, um, what's his fucking name? The little Italian fucker. Francesco um, Akira. Yeah. He's great. Um, I went into it thinking that he was going to kind of go undefeated, and that has not been the case as such. Mm, um. Okay. I do hope, though, that um, I'd like to see Clark Connors do well just because he's come through the dojo mm. um, and he lost his first match. He's going to keep losing. I think that's kind of fucked up because, like, they've brought in these outsiders just for, like, people who have, like, actually gone through their system and to get fucked up, but... They're, they're still um, technically young lions. Yeah, true. Um, and my final opinion is that today they had Tiger Mask have a pre, like a warm up match or whatever they're called. Mm -hmm. Um, like the the pre show matches basically. Um, and it was a tag match. The Tiger Mask won against Young Lions, and Robbie Eagles was not his partner. It was Yudo Nakashima. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to be like, I just want to say that, like, I get it. They want the young lions to get in there and get like some practice. Did, I miss Tiger Mask and Robbie Eagle. Did Robbie have a, have a match later on the card? Yeah, but they could have worked around it. They could have done something different. No, no, they don't do double duty in New Japan. They never. No, do I'm that. not saying do double duty. I'm just saying that they should have just. Had somebody else win this match? It was against Young Lions. The result was always going to be the same. Um, but uh, I, I've been really—I mean, from the one episode, I really enjoyed it. Taiji versus Yo was my favorite match on, on the first episode. That was cool. Um, Watching Titan has been—I mean, I'm not like like we said, flippy shit doesn't quite do it for me. Titan is different hmm. uh, he's just it's incredible um I, I really want to watch more i'm really interested to see what francesco akira can do his finisher looks fucking sick that looks incredible do you remember what his finisher is 
No. Oh my god, I I can't even describe it. It's like, ah, uh, yeah. There, there's literally no way to describe. It, but he like somehow like does a flip with with the other person under his leg, and I my I I cannot describe it. Hmm. Look up Francesco Akira finisher or something. I don't I don't remember the name of it. It's funny. I definitely saw it today too because he had a match um yesterday. Hmm. Um, I really enjoyed his match against Sho because TJP got involved, and that was great. TJP took the wrench, and Sho was fucking flipping out over the wrench being stolen. It's like, you can, yes. you can use anything. You don't have to just use the wrench. Fucking watching TJP standing there like, <laughs> I figured it out. And I was like, God damn it, it's easy, though. Yeah, just whoop. <laughs> he just hides it in his shirt. The ref could see it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to watch more of it. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, it's New Japan. It's fun. Yeah. No matter what, Kota Ibushi wants to make me think. I'll believe Kota Ibushi, but I won't like it. I'll believe him, but I won't heed his warnings. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all the questions we got. Liz, would you like to close out the show? sure if you tuned in tonight thank you so much and if you tuned in the future thank you so much i'm so sorry that i haven't uploaded spotify i'll try to do that tonight because i did have a lot of caffeine um going forward looking to the future if you are looking for a holiday to celebrate you could celebrate me because my birthday is on sunday so Wait, it is? <laughs> I I signed up for my health insurance, so. Um, will that come back to bite me in the ass? I'm not really sure. Uh, I don't know how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, my other health insurance doesn't run out for a little bit. Uh, anyways, not the point. Um, please tune in on what will probably be Sunday for our weekend show. We'll be talking about oh, a show. Oh, we, we, yeah, we, we, didn't, we didn't say we're doing it, so let's talk about that now. Uh, do you want to do GCW Maniac? It seems like that might be the only show to watch. I don't think we can watch Rev Pro because it doesn't list an option to watch it. Like, I mean, I can look into that, but like, if it's our only option, why are you asking if we want to watch it? Because it's either that or we don't do it. We don't do a weekend show because... Well, I feel bad because we didn't do our Wednesday show. Well, yeah, but it's not always going to be a weekend where something big happens. Like, remember that time that we did a, a weekend recap of fucking GCW Fight Club 2 and it was just like some lame-ass matches in the shed? Yeah. Uh, it's up to you. Um... You said that this show sounded really cool, but if you don't want to do it, then we don't have to do it. I'm, let's see. I'm looking at RevPro's website to see if they have any way to watch. On demand. What's their on demand shit like? Oh, that's a whole, that's a whole different uh, site that I'm probably going to have to pay for. What site is it? RPW on demand 
www.pivotshare.com. God. Um. Yeah, I don't think we can. And you said you don't want to do Saturday, right? I don't want to do a show Saturday night, but we can if we have to. It's not like we're fucking anywhere. I mean, it doesn't even look like this card's really that great anyway. I mean, it's got... It's it's up to you. I will leave this in your hands. We'll say no. We'll say no. Just because we we also don't know what <coughs> my COVID situation's going to be like by then. Um, uh, this is just Mark saying that he doesn't want me to get birth wishes. So. You know what we could do? You know what we could do instead, actually? Do 2K22 stream. Will I just sit here and... Well, I could, I could, might be able to, to uh, screen share it over Discord. Okay. Or stream it over Discord or whatever. Um, yeah, that could be fun. We could test it beforehand. And we'll, we'll say on Twitter if we're doing it. But it'll just make up for um, um, not doing a stream this past Tuesday. And so. I can get birthday wishes. Yep, you can get birthday wishes. But that'll Please be happening. Wish me a happy birthday. That'll be happening midday on Saturday, Eastern Time. So follow us on I Twitter. I might be baking a cake at the same time, but we'll see. I'll choose that as my cooling time if I can. You're gonna you're gonna get up during all during all of your own matches, and I will have to somehow talk about all of them. I will not. I'll try to make it my cooling time so that the cake can cool down before I fuck. Okay. Um. So we'll 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 test that out, and if it works, we'll make an announcement on Twitter at Pinfall Podcast. Um, to to do that on on uh, Saturday. Yeehaw! Our our YouTube, Spotify, and Twitch are all the Pinfall Podcast. Uh, I'm at the Mark Cameron. Liz is at Eliza Elaine two three, and Idra is asking what kind of cake. I haven't decided yet, but I think I might do. I don't know. Maybe like a red velvet cake. I haven't done one of those in a while. Okay. Yeah, maybe a red velvet cake. But like with a light frosting. I'm not really big on very sweet shit. Okay. I was thinking of a strawberry cake, but I don't want to make it out of a box. Fair. And I bought buttermilk today. Okay. Um, thank you all for watching. Follow and subscribe. We'll see you all uh, maybe on Saturday. Follow us on Twitter to find out all that info. Um, a new episode of the UPF premiering next week, a week from today, at upfworld.com. 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, upfworld.com. New episode. Go check it out. Thank you all so much for watching. Follow and subscribe once again. We'll see you all maybe on Saturday, but definitely on Tuesday. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye.